Welcome to the Land Cave. We're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, hanging out, talking gaming nerd, gaming nerd, gaming news, nerd news, all kinds of stuff. Even when I get a second try for something, I still will flub those lines all the time. Anyways, if you haven't already, you should subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we're on podcast places everywhere that podcasts be, and we're mainly <laughs> see we're mainly on Facebook, uh, going live every single week, giving you gaming and nerd news. Hang out in the chat with me if you want. Like we're uh, like I said, we're here every week, giving you news and chatting it up. Usually, I'm joined by my co-host Owen, uh, but unfortunately this week yeah, I'm solo, so you have to deal with a look at this. And talking like this all the time. Hope you enjoy me rambling and flubbing everything. Everything. Because that's what happens. Um, this week, so we didn't get a lot of news last week. Uh, this week. Not last week we did, though. So we're going to catch up on that. Uh, also, Rick and Morty coming out on Sunday. Happy about that. I know uh, there's quite a few people who have been looking forward to this. We're, we're, we have waited over two years for new Rick and Morty. Um, I like anything else. I'm just happy if, you know, if, if whatever comes out is good, I'm okay with waiting. I can wait, wait some two years or so if it's good. So I'm excited. I'm hopeful. Uh, I love Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm uh, excited about that and been playing some Diablo two because ever since we got some news, since, since we got some news about, uh, the Diablo universe, I've been playing some Diablo two because this is still one of the best games Ever, uh, we still get. We're getting rumors that they were going to have a remaster of Diablo 2. Didn't hear about it yet. Still holding out hope that that's going to happen at some point. Uh, but we did get Diablo 4 announced, which, like I said, uh, uh, we we had this leaked quite a while ago that it was going to be a thing. We didn't know when. It, we didn't know how soon they were going to actually announce it. How far we are along, and they haven't like rolled out some some serious dates yet but uh this was announced at blizzcon last week this was one of the big uh uh this was one of the big stories from uh from blizzcon if not the biggest in my opinion the other one which i'm sure will make them lots of money is overwatch 2 um i have thoughts about overwatch 2 um and thankfully, developers have the exact same thoughts as me. They were in, and I'm going to bounce back to Diablo in a minute, but I just really wanted to talk about this as well. Um, the developers were talking about Overwatch and talking about, uh, basically, they were like, they were basically saying that, uh, you know, sequels are hard uh, hard to do, and they, they're hoping to kind of redefine what a sequel is. It makes them nervous. Uh, yeah, you got something that's making you tons of money, uh, and so many people are liking it. It's the same thing with World of Warcraft. Like, why do you change it? Why should you change it? Why, just add more, add more good stuff to the thing you're doing. Uh, I'm And I'm hoping that's what we're getting here, where you're going to have to pay uh, for Overwatch 2, but I'm hoping that we get... Um, that you get all of the goodness that we like, as well as you know some additions. I'm sure there will be differences. I'm sure there will be changes. I know there's cosmetic stuff changed. There's a lot of new modes. I'm not a big Overwatch player, but uh, we're still getting you know the six v six and everything. They're gonna have a new PvP mode called Push uh, with new maps. It's kind of some uh, a symmetrical map type, which is pretty cool. Um, but we also have hero missions uh, and a lot of RPG kind of mechanics involved that, you know, 
I think I think is really cool for people who want to play solo, who want to enjoy it. I think it opens it up for people who who when playing the original Overwatch realized like, oh, this is really difficult. Uh, Owen in the comments saying he's down with PVE Overwatch. I'm totally down with that. Um, Owen also commented asking if I'd seen the Death Stranding ad for Rick and Morty. No, I haven't, and now I need to now I need to watch it. Um, I'm gonna have to put that on my list. But yeah, I I think that PVE Overwatch, I think this is really cool. Um, like I may pick it up. I'm at least going to rent it um, to try it out. Like like I said, I, I bought the original Overwatch. I, I like it for what it is, but I realized that I'm going to have to put in so much time to actually be good at it. And it wasn't fun for me losing all the time. I know it's, it's more about playing with friends. It's more about finding a team, communicating, and you get better. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I just was not, was not digging it. It's not my thing. It's a good game. Just not my thing. Diablo, on the other hand, Diablo's totally my thing. So I was really glad to hear that we're getting Diablo four and it's, we're going back to, uh, they, they call it, you know, more darker, grittier, uh, world. You can tell just by looking at the visuals here that it's not the, the bright, cartoony look uh by the way that those are starting three three of the five starting classes uh barbarian sorceress and druid uh i'm gonna i'm gonna throw in there that i think that necromancer is going to be in here at least i hope i didn't think the witch doctor was bad but i'd really like to see necromancer have a return um i'd like to see some type of paladin uh kind of uh uh class but i feel like with the sorceress and the druid we already have a lot of magic um so i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see if we're gonna have something more roguish or what we're gonna bring to the balance um this is also a little different than the other diablos because this has a uh, persistent world that everything lives in it's almost almost a uh <laughs> it's almost a uh an mmo it's which I know people are arguing that Diablo 3 is an MMO. It's not. Uh, this one has a shared world, though, where they said that you know you would be going around the world and see other people. Um, all your uh, dungeons are solo or group. So if you are playing solo and you enter a dungeon, you are solo in that dungeon. If you um, if you're going around the world, you could you know find a pickup group and do your thing. But it's a little different than. Um, you know, than the current Diablo, because right now Diablo, um, sorry, Diablo three, you are loading into someone else's world and you don't run into very many people. This, you will actually see other people, which will be interesting to see how they do that. Um, I imagine, I imagine that what we're going to see here, uh, is a share as an instanced world, which is what happened with, uh, or what they did with Guild Wars and a few others where, you're not in the same uh, server. You don't have to have a, a, sele a selected server that you have to stay on. Um, but when you load in, you load into an instance of the uh, of the world, uh, and then from there, uh, you could join your friends, which would bring them into your instance or them into your sorry you into their instance, depending on how it works. But I think they're doing they have to do that because if you had uh, or if you've ever played World of Warcraft on like a heavy server. Um, doing 
pretty much anything. You're kind of waiting your turn to, to finish quests. Someone else comes in, starts killing wolves or whatever it is that you're trying to kill. Uh, and then you're like, ah, I'm missing two or three. And then you got to wait for those other people to leave. And it's just not fun. Uh, that's why the low the low population servers um, are more fun with that. High population servers are great for um, you know for world events and everything, but for general gameplay and grinding, um, the low population servers are better in my opinion. Um, there's a whole argument uh, one versus another, and I did watch a couple of interviews where they were talking about uh, the Diablo 4 world, and they were saying that, so talking about like in-game content, they have uh, I think they're referring to them as heroic uh, dungeons, so you'll be able to play a low-level dungeon again uh, with more difficulty, more, um, you know, different uh, not only harder, but maybe additional uh, additional mobs or additional um uh, AOEs, different things like that that can affect your your gameplay. So, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be cool. Uh, Owen said he's never played Diablo solo, so this doesn't bother me personally. I imagine it'd be uh, pretty party based. No, I've I, I've played a lot of Diablo solo um, because I played like the first Diablo and I had a meh connection. I played a lot of Diablo two with friends, but uh, I think that a lot of people what they're what they're concerned about with this is that it is a uh, always online world. Which again, I mean that's that's how uh, how MMOs work, so it's not a problem. But a lot of people were concerned about that. I don't really see any problem with it. Uh, I think it could be could be pretty good. Um, either way, I'm down for it. Uh, we got some news or a leak about uh, Pokemon, and we're not going to go into everything here, but. The new Pokemon Sword and Shield are not going to have all of the Pokemon in it. It's going to have around 400. Um, a lot of people are upset about it. Personally, I'm not. I would rather have quality versus quantity. And that doesn't mean that all of the Pokemon are quality. I mean, like, that doesn't have to be the best of the best Pokemon. I've heard of some people complain that some of the Pokemon that they want are not going to be in it. I'm not concerned about that. What I'm concerned about is if you have that many... Uh, Pokemon, it doesn't make sense uh, if you're in a specific region for every type of Pokemon to be there. Just like in our world, if you're in a specific region, like let's say uh, America, you're going to have different animals compared to Australia, compared to China, compared to Europe. There's some crossover, but even the crossover will be a little different, but there's going to be species that are there that are not on the others which i think is good i think that makes sense i don't understand why you'd want everything in the same uh the same region um also i mean you could always say that maybe they're going to wait and they're going to bring out another one uh or some type of expansion i know that's not very nintendo nintendo like to do but they could do something like that with the switch they could start adding different dlc or different uh different adding pokemon as almost like an event where it's like the specific weekend where they'll just have um yeah where they'll just have uh, or they'll have new pokemon that are not available elsewhere i think it'd be really cool um Owen commented in here saying, if you're a filthy casual, I can't see it bothering you. Uh, but people are focused on the National Pokedex. Uh, I can see why they're mad, but I play each game on its own. That's what I do as well. Um, I'm not, I don't need to find every single Pokemon. I I mean, I would, I like to, I want to find all of them. I want to trade them. I enjoy that, but I don't need to do that. Uh, I don't have to have every Pokemon that's ever existed. 
Um, but then again, we're old school and played like, you know, Pokemon Red and Yellow and all that, where, you know, you had under 200 Pokemon. It was 187, what I can't even remember. But, um, yeah, I mean, back then, there weren't that many, and we still had fun. And 400 is still a good amount. Uh, and I think if it's a quality game, if it's paced the right way, uh, 400 Pokemon is still a, a decent size. If you're getting all of them and you're doing the entire the entire game, I mean, I could see that easily being uh, you know 60 to 80 hours uh, of gameplay because you're talking about that many and then rare drops and everything. So I think it's really cool. 150, that's what it was. Because 151, I think, was with, with Mew, like whatever. But yeah, I remembered it was on. It was uh, it was under 200. And the game is still good. The story is still good. The environments are still good. And that's what matters here. We don't have to have uh, the entire list. What matters is is the gameplay. What matters is the balance. I want to see a good balance where I'm not I'm not getting wrecked by something just out of nowhere. Like like I said, I, I want it to be gameplay. I want it to be balance. That's what's more important. Um, I just uh, just realized that I um, uh, missed one bit in the in the news before I go on. Uh, PlayStation 4, PS4, is now the number two console of all time in sales, second to the PlayStation 2, I believe. Let me double check that. Um, do, 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 do. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, PlayStation 2 is still the highest. It will be. I mean, the Wii is up there, but for PlayStation 4 to perform this well is is amazing. It's a great console, but it's amazing that it performed so well because PlayStation 2 just kept going. It was already dominating and PS3 was out and people were still buying PS2s. I mean, it's a great console. The the games were amazing and the PS3 was really expensive, so it makes sense. Um Totally awesome. Yeah, yeah PS2 is over 150 million. I still want to see them Xbox One numbers. Uh, I don't think Microsoft wants to put them out because they. I think they're embarrassed. I've seen some estimates, but I think Xbox is a little embarrassed by um, uh, by the turnout. I wouldn't be embarrassed by Death Stranding though. Uh, I did have read some uh, reviews of this, by the way. I really want to play it. I will probably play it um, and enjoy the pacing and the story. Apparently, it is a little bit of a drag. It's a little slow. It's what people were saying. Even the people who liked the game were saying it's slow. There's a lot of uh, of what amounts to uh, fetch quests of uh, not really fetch quests, but like delivery quests. You're essentially a delivery boy in this game. I'm not going to spoil anything, but that's kind of what you do. There's a lot of really cool stuff to the story. There's a lot of weird stuff. Um, apparently, there. Like I said, I'm not going to spoil anything. I've, I've listened to a ton of reviews. Nothing too spoilery, but uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Owen said, "Play its own doesn't have to doesn't have to." When we talk about game of the year, yeah. Um, I've heard so many people talk about how great this is but even the people who said that it's great were saying yeah well it's really repetitive and it drags over and over and i was thinking well that's how i felt about metal gear solid 5 i loved metal gear solid 5 the story is great um the missions had some really fun stuff but there was so much of it that i'm like oh uh i'm i know i'm gonna play because you could look at the missions you could say oh well i know i'm gonna throw in another three or four hours of gameplay that is going to be maybe a little repetitive. Maybe it has some fun stuff, and I find some cool, some some interesting uh, dynamics in there, and I, I make myself laugh by doing certain uh, certain things. Like Metal Gear, I would, you know, just deciding to do specific missions where I'm um, using the I can't remember what it's called. It's the thing that like 
uh, pulls, um, what was it? It's a thing that essentially balloons uh, people into the air, like uh, pulls them up into the sky, and then they're like uh, brought back to uh, to home base. So you could do it with cargo. You could also do it with people, and, they, and then uh, they could possibly be recruited. Uh, I would just do that like constantly, and it was hilarious. Um, but with this, yeah, I've, I've heard that the, the gameplay can be repetitive, but at the same time, uh, you can look at where your where your um, uh, where the mission is going to take you and the path it's going to take you on, and you can analyze that and say, well, do I want to kind of be safe and go slow and do a lot of like uh, like hiking and using ladders, or do I want to be a little bit more adventurous and get it done quick? And I think that's cool to even even in that balance, uh, giving it uh, a a w- giving you a way to go through and, and choose because. Uh, Kojima loves his stealth. Um, he loves his stealth, but at the same time, he knows that not everyone likes stealth, and you need to have other viable options. Yeah, graphics are gorgeous. Whitney said she didn't. She thought it was meh. Um, I think she's uh, she's just being she's being really like really 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 critiquing them mostly in the facial animation, which I thought was pretty good. Um, I think that they're limiting a lot of the hair stuff, which is honestly good in video games. Hair is so hard to do do well. That I'm glad that they limited limited only a certain amount of characters that have that flowing hair because it's harder to do. His can kind of stay where it is and it's fine. It's kind of slicked back a lot. Amazing cast on this though. That's one of the reasons I need to see it. I heard the the story is great. Like I said, I, I'll probably go into like a spoilery discussion about it with Owen. Um, this probably needs to be something that I try to plow through before the end of the year so I can discuss it. And I'll probably try to explain it to Owen. <laughs> I think that may be a fun. Uh, uh, video trying to explain not and you know spoil the game but in a way of like understanding what the what they're trying to uh, accomplish but then again it's kojima which means whatever i say is not gonna have anything like it's it's gonna be pale in comparison to actually playing it and it's gonna pale in comparison to what he actually means by it because the man's a genius he's an artist and yeah uh, it's i think it's gonna be great unfortunately that comes sorry. That comes out Friday, by the way. Uh, unfortunately, Star Wars comes out the following week. Um, so those two games are basically going to consume me for the rest of the year into next year, probably a lot of next year as well. Uh, especially Star Wars. I'm sure that there's a lot of replayability. There's not a new game plus, by the way, in Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, but I've we do know that uh, it's a decently sized game in regards to length um, and if it's as fun as I anticipate I can see playing it uh, repeatedly so I don't know maybe I'll bounce between these two and see which one I like um, <laughs> Owen says he wants me to explain it to him after I'm done and we'll rate it on a scale of one to Kingdom Hearts in terms of confusion oh I don't think it'll be that confusing Kojima's Kojima's uh, contrived and and weird but it's not that confusing, and he also he also tries to have different um, names uh, for things that are easy to remember. Um, the only thing I don't like in this is there are BBs and BTs, and I think that's too close. They they they're different initialisms for two different things, and the B does not mean the same thing. Um, usually, he likes to keep the terms separate where it's a different. Um, 
uh, first letter, which makes it a lot easier. It's a, it's a classic writing thing where if you're writing a bunch of characters, you use different first letters for their names. So it's easy for you to remember them. So it's not a Chuck and a Charlie and a whatever. Uh, it just gets confusing. So anyways, next week we'll talk about more about this. Cause I'll definitely, or yeah, I'll probably buy it and, and play a little bit. Um, but yeah, next week we'll talk about that. We'll be back talking some star Wars, hopefully, uh, leading up to star Wars episode nine, uh, and Disney plus will have started by the time we uh we do next show uh it comes out next tuesday so i'll probably mess around with it a lot on tuesday and let you guys know what we think uh hopefully i think owen's getting as well but i'll definitely know i'll let you guys know what i think about disney plus and yeah we'll do it all next week and let us know in the comments if there's anything else you want us to talk about that we're not talking about um oh actually real quick as i was like wrapping up I forgot to uh, I forgot to mention, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, Owen's talking about we're way too busy with all this stuff. Um, I forgot to mention they had more casting for the Batman, and I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about this. But we had more casting for the Batman. Uh, that's the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Um, some of this is rumors, some of this is true, so I'll talk about it really quick. Uh, so this is Matt Reeves directed, uh, and the cast, come on. So we have Robert, Robert Pattinson. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is, uh, is Selena Kyle, uh, Catwoman. Paul Dano uh, as, uh, as the Riddler. Uh, they listed him as Edward Nashton, um, which I'm curious about the name on that because I I don't remember if that was uh, one of his names. I'll, I'll look. I'll be honest. I can't remember, but uh, I'll look that up. Jeffrey Wright for Commissioner Gordon. We knew about these already, by the way. Um, Jeffrey Wright for Commissioner Gordon is great. This guy was great in uh, was it the second Hunger Games, and he's amazing in Westworld. So I'm glad he's getting more work. He's he's a great deep actor. Um, I absolutely love that and was very happy about that. Uh, here's where we get into rumors. And the rumors are that uh, Andy Serkis will be playing uh, Alfred. I don't have a problem with that. I think it's an interesting choice. Uh, Andy's not that old, but he is older than Robert Pattinson. So you have some, because you're dealing with a a younger Batman, so you have some age difference there. I'm sure they'll age him up a little bit or make him look older than he is. How old is Andy Serkis? I'll double check that really quick. Um, Great choice in anything. Um, and then we have Colin Farrell as the Penguin, as Cobblepot, which I thought was an interesting choice. It's a different choice, but at the same time, I don't have a problem with it. I just think it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Andy Serkis is is amazing, though. All right, Robert Pattinson, born uh, 1986, with Andy Serkis, uh, born in 1964. So we have a 22 year difference on the two of them. Uh, I'm sure they'll play that up. Like I said, a little bit more in there in the way that, uh, circus looks, I mean, he is getting gray and everything. Uh, but I just mean, uh, that age difference, uh, makes sense. Oh yeah. I forgot about, uh, two face. That's the other one, uh, which for some reason is not listed on IMDb. It's not listed on IMDb. So I may put this as a rumor just because I don't see it official. Uh, is uh, that uh, Harvey Dent is Matthew McConaughey. I thought that was confirmed, but it's not on uh, IMDb for some reason. Um, I'm I'm really okay with that. Um, Matthew McConaughey has more range uh, as an actor than a lot of people give him credit for. People make fun of him about like taking off his shirt and all right, all right, all right. But yeah, he's a great actor. So having him as, uh, as, <laughs> as Harvey Dent will be really interesting. 
I'm really hoping in all of this that what we're going to get, we're going to get a solid movie with a villain, but we're going to see these other people pop up. Either he's previously dealt with him, uh, dealt with these people, maybe he sees them in Arkham, uh, or we see them kind of like uh, Gotham would do, where you saw a character and you're like, hmm, I think they're going to be a bigger deal later. Like maybe Edward Nashton or you know uh, uh, the Riddler, maybe he's the he's the main. We get and we get Catwoman, but maybe Cobblepot is a side character. I'm really hoping that we have, like I said, a single villain with the other villains kind of enhancing the story. Um, either way, I'm excited about it. Very happy about it. And there's no Joker. Owen's happy about that too. Um, anyways, let us know in the comments what you think about that casting and who would you pick as Batman? If it wasn't Robert Pattinson, who would you pick? Let us know in the comments and we'll see you later. 